Uh, good morning, everybody. <clears throat> we don't uh, have little deliverers today, so I will deliver them to you personally after uh, the assembly. How does that sound? So I have a really nice one here. Praise for our brother Jeff Drillinger, an amazing encourager, quote-unquote. Uh, you are truly a Barnabas for me and so many others. Thank you for your love of Christ. Logan and Julie, uh, so thankful for both of you and your faithfulness. We are so blessed by you. Amen. Uh, Miriam, uh, you are so thoughtful, always in, in acknowledging, especially with your emojis, a kiss to you. Okay, there you go. I don't know who that is, but you probably do. Okay. You know, some of those emojis can get you in trouble. Have you noticed that? It's like, what did you mean by that? Oh, I pushed the wrong emoji. <laughs> Dangerous, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, anyway, here we go. A couple of announcements. Uh, Alvador is doing this really cool, really a beautiful quilt. They have a bunch of ladies there that do quilts, and they do cancer quilts. And they're absolutely a, an amazing ministry in that people who have cancer, they give them a quote or give them a quilt with uh, Bible verses all over them. And uh, it really is a good talking point that often those people go call on them. And so it's a great talking point. But this one, they're doing a raffle. And I honestly don't know what the, the money is for. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, help raise money for their mission of making quilts for cancer patients. So this is a beautiful quilt, uh, Christmas quilt. And so I'm going to leave that right under the uh, uh, sign-up for uh, our Thanksgiving dinner coming up this coming Wednesday here at the building. And uh, 6.30 is when we'll start. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, it's 6. I should read my own writing. That would be great. And so uh, uh, we, Compton's have already started it. So here you go. want to check it out and pass that around that would be wonderful i'm going to be sending um a text message email uh with whatever uh on that particular sign up after we get done with it so if you can't think of anything right away i'm gonna send an email out and a text message so this coming wednesday evening try to keep it a little bit away from thanksgiving because how do, how many of you once thanksgiving hits Life gets pretty wild and crazy. I know it's just like there's, what, three weeks, ten, four weeks, ten weeks, four weeks, five weeks. So that's what we got going on there. So Monday night's going to be happening once again for the College Age Group. And uh, also, too, remember, everything happens at the Kirkpatrick's house this month unless contagion sets in. Is that correct? That's how, that's how we work. Yes, Mrs. Compton. Oh, yes, exception of the potluck. Thank you very much for that reminder. So, are there any other announcements I might have missed? We have some happy birthdays, but I think, again, we should probably wait till they show up. We're going to just have this one massive happy birthday song that's going to go on for Tony and for TJ and for Carly and uh, anybody else that we might have missed. We'll just lump them all in there. So that's how we're going to do that. Hey, look at your note sheet. It looks very familiar. It should, because this is this is kind of like uh, 
I don't want to say Kate Brown 2.0. This is actually much better. This is much better. This is the power of emotion to build trust in the kingdom of, of, of Christ. And so pretty excited about this lesson. And it's something I really felt we needed to do because we're one body. We're one body. I don't know about you, but we've talked about this before. When a particular member of your physical body hurts, your other members have usually have a tendency to rally around to, to help uh, that particular uh, part of the body that's not functioning very well. That is such a beautiful picture of how we are to be. And of course, God in his infinite wisdom, designing the human body, showing us that we are the body of Christ, the physical body of Christ. And you know, the physical body of Christ needs a little bit of, or a lot of love. And it should come from the body of Christ, amen? So let's uh, read the word this morning. Uh, we're not going to turn to Ephesians 4 this morning. Actually, we're going to turn to Philippians and chapter 1. Ephesians 4 talks about the one body, but Philippians uh, chapter 1, pretty powerful passage, verses 1 through 10. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God in all my remembrance. You've always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all. In view of your participation in the gospel from the first day until now. For I'm confident of the very, this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. For it is only right for me to feel this way about you all, because I have you in my heart, since both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers of grace with me. For God has is my witness how I long for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve the things that are excellent in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ. Man, I love that passage of scripture. And uh, it reminds me of what Grandpa Penny said. Grandpa Penny said, it's so important that uh, people want to know how much you care before they want to know how much you know. I said that better poorly, but it really means people emotional they want to know if you really care about them and uh, how important that is you know just the act of caring when people are in a, a difficult and challenging situation can change up a life what does paul say here he says and we just read it i pray that you will will uh, excel abound still more and more in love and so i love that passage of scripture so let's Start with a word of prayer. Father, we are so deeply thankful for your love for us. And Father, as your body of Christ, each of us is a member of the whole body. Father, we are to express love for one another. 
We are to abound, as Paul says, or excel still more and more uh, when it comes to our love. And I pray that it would be based upon real knowledge, the, the word and what the word says about real love. And we ask, Father, that you would give us that mindset, that heart. So, Father, as we finish up the lesson today, a little bit of review, and then getting into really what uh, uh, we need to understand is that you are calling us, you are commending us, you are charging us to build a heart of love and affection and deep and abiding concern uh, for one another. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. All right, just I want to quickly, with the time that I have left, I want to just quickly go through what we talked about last week. So point number one actually is showing that Paul is not the big meanie that he's oftentimes portrayed as in the scriptures. And of course, there's been some times in the book of Acts where he is kind of a meanie. Uh, when I say that, I mean he's driven. And, uh, and you know, if, you, if you're not with him, you're going to get run over. And we've seen those and we understand that. But here he has a special love and affection for this group of people. Why? The second point is why? Well, what's motivated this deep and abiding affection and love by the Apostle Paul for the Christians there in the city of Corinth? Now, we're going to review that really quickly, and then we're going to go on to my last point. You know what? Paul is not calling us to love still more and more. Jesus Christ is through the Apostle Paul. And so we really need to be aware of that. So really quickly, in point number one, you know, where it says that, that uh, uh, he feels, he feels this way about you. It's only right for me to feel this way about you. You know, the feeling there is actually to have a caring mindset for one another. Uh, really a mindset of appreciation, gratitude, and thanksgiving. You know, appreciation is a word that we think about when we have something of value and it appreciates in value. You know, the word appreciation means to value and to value each other. And he truly does value these Christians. But look at the next one there. It says, because I have you in my heart. I love this. That is so like a Hallmark card thing. Oh, I have you in my heart. You know, it's like, wow. Actually, it really is true in this case. I love the statement there. It's a part of the soul being the seat of sense, sensibilities, like sensitivities, affections, emotions, desires, passions. You know, we should really have a, a heart's desire to really appreciate and to value each other. If we do, consistently catching people in the act of doing things right. I don't know about you, but I... I really appreciate that myself when people catch me in the act of doing something right. That cardia, that heart for these people. God is my witness how I long for you. It's really interesting. The word longing. Oftentimes we long for stuff. And Paul's not one of those guys. Paul's one who longs to see people grow. Longs to be, see people really become what God has created them to be. And so that word there means to yearn for, to desire to be with. And uh, I don't know about you, but I really do after a, a long week of, of spending time with people who aren't necessarily Christians. I get the opportunity to study 
with the brethren, which is awesome. I think it's important for us to recognize that to long for each other and to appreciate that we're not going to be chewed up. We're not going to be beat down. We're not going to be treated poorly. Have you ever noticed in the world that people try to one-up everybody else? I mean, you do something good and they cut you down. Have you noticed that in the world? Why? It's because they don't want to be shown up. It's not like you're trying to show them up. You're just living your life and doing what you are called to do. So it's great to be in a group of folks that really do appreciate and share in your joys as well as, well as your sufferings. Finally, the word affection. What a beautiful word. He has the affection of Christ. How I long with you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. It's that deep inner affection, this tender mercy, just a, a, a real joy in spending time with, with people. Now, what produces these emotions? How many of you know that you can put on a show? People can put on a show. Oh, I have to be loving. I have to be caring. Well, that's pretty sad. I mean, if that's, if that's what you're getting out of these lessons, I'm not doing a very good job of teaching that. It should be an outpouring uh, of love and affection because people are invested. Look at point number two there. It says the study of what produced Paul's emotions. You know, here's the apostle Paul. He's in prison. He's in a Roman prison. And these people actually sent from Philippi, Epaphroditus, the preacher went, bringing gifts and support to the Apostle Paul. And Epaphroditus gets sick. I mean, serious sick, like COVID sick. And uh, almost to the point of death, it says. And Paul's saying, I'm so thankful that you sent him to support what I'm doing. But I also know that when you found out that he was deathly sick you are very concerned and you should be because he's such an awesome guy so it's pretty cool when you see this kind of relationship you know you don't think of Paul that way but this is really what's being spoken of here and so since you are partakers of with me uh in in the grace with me in grace you know that word partakers is not koinonia fellowship that's kind of a big, broad kind of picture. This is, you know, Scott coming alongside and helping me, and I come alongside to help him, and I don't know I could help you with any electronic stuff. I'll break it for you, but, uh, you know, coming alongside. That sugo means to come alongside to help for a common purpose. And uh, it's really a beautiful passage of Scripture to be a co-participant in uh, uh, a work. Now, you know, last week we spent some time looking at that, probably a lot more in depth, but I really want to take a look at point number three. It's at the back of your, back of your note sheet. A study of Paul's commendation to excel. And I want to take a look at Philippians chapter two. We're going to look at Philippians one and verse nine, but I want to look at, turn in your Bibles, the book of Philippians in chapter two, and I want to begin in verse one. Verse 1, verse 1 and 2. Uh, a preacher back in Montana, uh, Oregon or Montana Family Camp, actually did this. He says, after I make a statement like, if there is any encouragement in Christ, he goes, I want everybody to say, and there is. 
Okay. Now I don't. I'm not going to have you do that unless you want to really participate. <laughs> but you know what? It was kind of awesome. Here we have about 400 Christians from around uh, the country and some from foreign countries. And uh, whenever uh, Phil Sutton would say, and if there's any encouragement at Christ, there is. You know, it's kind of cool to hear all these saints. And there is. There's this, we're doing it. Yes, we're going to do it. It's it pretty cool, actually. And so, but I'm not suggesting that because we're all kind of, it's Sunday morning. It's warm in here. Thank goodness. So you don't have to do that. If you want to do that and you're the only one, you'll look kind of strange. Okay. So if we're either all going to do it or none of us going to do it. <laughs> but in your mind, if you will say, yes, there is. There is. There is. So I'll pause so you can say in your, your mind. There is. In your mind. Okay. Here we go. Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ. There is. Yeah, there we go. If there is any consolation of love, there is any fellowship of the Spirit, and I love this last one, if there's any affection and compassion, there is. That's all right. That was good. It makes it kind of humorous. That's right. Yeah, in conclusion. But notice it says, make my joy complete. By being of the same mind. What mind is that? See, that's an important one. Yeah, the, the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ. And we get the mind of Christ by reading the scriptures and we see what Jesus Christ has done. When you take a look at the love of Christ and you really look at it, man, none of us are worthy of heaven. Not one. Well, yes, I am, because I've been doing all these great things for the Lord. Well, that's one of the reasons why you're not ready yet. Okay, that's a little bit of pride there. You know, you wouldn't have a, a, a prayer if it weren't for the Lord Jesus coming into this world and sacrificing himself as a ransom for many. And so it says here, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, the love of Christ, united in spirit, that word spirit, is mindset, intent, focused on one purpose. You know, if we're all working the same purpose and we all love like Jesus Christ and we all have that mindset of Christ, then this thing is going to be amazing. We will be concerned about each other. You know, Brenda, there was a time when you were starting to come and, and uh, whatnot. I say, man, this lady is really awesome. She's here consistently, and all of a sudden you weren't there for a while. And I'm asking, man, where is she? Where is she? And I was asking people, where are they? Pam, where are they? I was worried about you. You know, that's kind of crazy, I know, but the reality is every soul is critically important. And as you shared your faith with me a little bit, I was thinking, man, she's really, really come a long way. How praise God for that. And so I was concerned for you. And then you sent us that really sweet note. Man, Sharon and I, that was like, wow, that was so amazing, such an encouragement. We still have it on our, our little uh, mantle. You see how important it is that we have that concern for the individual and we express that concern for the individual. We're, we're still working the same purpose. That is to help everybody see the Lord Jesus Christ and come to the Lord Jesus Christ. 
But man, let's have a little fun doing it, you know, encouraging each other. Sal's still more and more super positive. I don't know about you. It works for me. Paul said in chapter 1 of Philippians in verse 9, it says, I pray that your love may abound still more and more. Now, I looked up that word abound. That word abound is pretty awesome. Paul's desire uh, was that we would love uh, each other, but it would super abound, super abound in both quantity towards uh, others in the body and others outside and quality, depth of sacrifice. You know that love is sacrifice, right? We know love by this. He laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for each other. And so sacrifice, well that, so our, our love may abound in both quantity and quality. And I always love this passage of, of scripture where he says, give and it will be given, this is Jesus now, give and it will be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, overflowing in your lap. Now a lot of people say, well that's why you got to give more money to the church. That's not what it's talking about. It's talking about giving more of yourself, investing in the kingdom. You know, when people come out and they go, yeah, nobody encouraged me today. Well, why don't you encourage somebody and see what happens? Yeah, but nobody cares about me. Why don't you care about somebody and see what happens? Well, I'm just poor old me. Well, yeah, with that mindset, you are. You see, it's so important for us to recognize God created this life, this human life. He knows how marriages work. He knows how church bodies are to work. And if we'll just go back and go, okay, I'm going to abound still more and more. Think about individuals in the body of Christ. Would I encourage you today if I said, if you'll make a list of everybody in the body here, and then everybody that you know is a Christian who's not assembling with us, some assembling somewhere else, and if you would pray for them, just a little prayer each day, or as I do, because of the number of people I do, I spend time on Monday working through the first part of the alphabet of everybody that I know. And then I keep doing that. You know what happens when you pray for people? What do you think happens when you pray for people? You think about them. You think about the struggles they're going through. You think, you know, your doctor... Your, 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 your boss. So we've been praying for that guy, but when I think about you, I go, man, that must be a real struggle. I don't know what that struggle is. I don't need to know what that struggle is. But the reality is it makes it difficult for everyone there. Here you're trying to help people. And so whatever that is, I've been praying for you and I've been praying for your doctor. It's so important that we know each other and we pray specifically for each other. I tell you, it changes your mindset. It really does. It's no longer, eh, get to go to church, or worse, I got to go to church. It's, I can't wait to spend time with folks. And so, brethren, it's important that we have that mindset. So, we get to Philippians chapter 2 and verse 2. It says, make my joy complete. Make my joy complete. Same mind which is phreneo, the same word we looked at before. Same love, that's God's love, that's the love of Jesus Christ. United in spirit, that word, sum uh, uh, psyche or psychus, it means like-minded, 
same sentiment, same attitude, and uh, uh, intent on one purpose. The purpose there is a focus in the direction that God wants us to go. You know what's really excited about this year's family camp? Remember last week I told you there's four preachers that said they're committed to coming? Guess what? We got two more. Jeremy Wilson. I don't know about you, but that's exciting. And we have a new preacher from, from uh, Roanoke, Virginia. He doesn't have the Roanoke, Virginia accent, but it's pretty cool. So let's look at the next one. It says, have this attitude among yourselves. Well, that's what it says right there. Have this attitude among yourselves. You know the word attitude there? Mindset. Mindset. What kind of mindset? Well, what does he say? He says, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, regard one another as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this attitude, this mindset, which was also uh, in Christ Jesus. He just tells you what the mindset was, and he says, have this attitude, have this mindset in you. What is that? It's what? Thinking of others before yourself. Nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind regard others as more important than yourself. That's a tough, that's a tough thing to do. I don't, do you find that a tough statement? Put others before yourself, put their interests before your own. That's tough to do, brethren. So let me close with this. If we want to have the mindset of Christ, we're going to be concerned about others and we're going to put their needs before our own. So if we're thinking about them, we're praying about them, and when there's struggles and challenges, we're praying for them. When they, when they have situations in their family, we pray for them. But when they have a great victory, we praise God with them, constantly thinking of each other, selflessly serving each other. There's power in that. Let's close in a word of prayer that we would listen to what God says and that we would go for it. Father, help us to excel in love still more and more. Help us, dear Heavenly Father, to have the mindset of your Son, Jesus Christ, who laid his life down in love, in sacrifice for others. How we pray and we ask this in your Son's name, Jesus. Amen. All right, what did Jesus say to do? He said to... Get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. And also, please be praying for all the, the sick folks in the body, man. There's sicknesses just going around like crazy, so... And stay healthy yourself. Thanks once again for listening. To download today's lesson plan or find out more about Cornerstone Truth Podcast and our church, please go to www.cornerstonetruth.org or email us at thecornerstonetruth at gmail.com. Have a blessed week.